Hello and welcome to Very Excellent Habits, the podcast that helps you create little habits for a big life. I'm Carly Jacobs, writer and mostly sensible habit maker. I begin today by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which I record today and pay my respects to their elders past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. In today's episode, we are going to take a deep dive into all things pressure cooker. I know this seems like a bit of an odd topic, but I talk about my pressure cooker quite often on Instagram. I'm constantly cooking things in it and I always have people asking me about it. So I thought it would be fun to do a sweet little episode on the good old pressure cooker. Just for transparency, in America, they call pressure cookers instant pots, which I believe is a brand name. In this episode, I'm going to say pressure cooker because that's what it is, but feel free to swap out pressure cooker for instant pot in your head if you're in the US. And if you are in the US, can I ask if you own a pressure cooker that is an instant pot brand, do you still call it an instant pot? This isn't me like having a go at America. We do the exact same thing in Australia. For example, I call any vessel designed to keep beverages warm a thermos, and that's a brand name. What I'm actually saying is flask. So if something is not thermos branded, I would still call it thermos. I'm just always really curious about how brand names become the catch-all name for a product, you know, like Esky or Texta or Hoovering, you know, all that jazz. Anyway, back to the pressure cookers. What even is a pressure cooker? Did you know I didn't even think about this until I went to record this episode and I was like, how do they even work? So a pressure cooker is pretty similar to a conventional pot. The only difference is that pressure cookers have a special lid that latches over on a rubber gasket to form a seal. So the pressure cooker works by increasing the temperature of boiling water to produce steam, which drastically shortens the amount of time it takes to cook your food. It also cooks your food up to 30% faster and uses 50 to 75% less energy than traditional cooking methods, which means you can save time while reducing your energy consumption. And let me tell you that food cooked in the pressure cooker has so many more nutrients and flavor. It is delicious. And I swear to God, if you eat pressure cooked chicken, you won't go back. It is the very definition of fall off the bone. Let me tell you about how I became a pressure cooker enthusiast. Um, It was a couple of years ago. We used to have a slow cooker or a crock pot, depending on what it is that you want to call them. And crock pot, I also believe is a brand name. Gosh, we're a bit weird here in Australia, aren't we? And our slow cooker died. So we went to David Jones or Harvey Norman or some sort of place like that to get it replaced. And the lady behind the counter was like, oh, you you want a slow cooker? And we said, yeah. And she said, do you mean a pressure cooker? We were like, no, we mean a slow cooker. And she said, if you, she said a a pressure cooker is just like a slow cooker. It's just fast. And we kind of thought, oh yeah, all right. Like let's give it a go. And honestly, we are total converts. We will never go back to having a slow cooker. And if you're listening to this, freaking out and thinking, but I love my slow cooker. If you are a slow cooker family, absolutely go for it. And I totally think that putting on a beautiful slow cooker meal at the beginning of the day and slowly smelling it, filling up your house with beautiful aromas for the whole day is is fantastic. And if that's something that works for you, absolutely continue to use your slow cooker. It's just if you are looking to replace your slow cooker, might I suggest trying a pressure 
pressure cooker or if you are moving into your first home and you have neither, try a pressure cooker. It wasn't something that we ever considered because we both came from slow cooker families and uh, there were quite a few accidents with pressure cookers in the 70s. So most of kind of the baby boomer generation, which is kind of the most of the demographic listeners of this podcast would, would have baby boomer parents. They're quite scared of pressure cookers because of these problems. They're not problems anymore. I can trust you. But yeah, if you didn't grow up in a pressure cooker family, making the switch from a slow cooker to a pressure cooker might seem a little bit scary at first, but just give it a go. Trust me. I'll hold your hand through this. I'm here for you. So finding the perfect pressure cooker for you is almost a rite of passage as an adult. And it's so amazing to find one that ticks all of your boxes. So I'm going to be sharing my favorite recipes that you can use as a springboard to find your own style of using your pressure cooker and give you some tips on how to find a good pressure cooker that works for you. But first, let's go over a brief history of pressure cookers. Did you know that pressure cookers have actually been around for over 350 years? Dennis Papin, who's a French scientist, he designed the first documented pressure cooker in 1679. However, they didn't become popular until World War II, which was when people learned that they could save fuel by using them. Obviously, resources are very scarce during wartime, so they were used quite prolifically throughout the war. Um, these are the pressure cookers I'm talking about, the uh, the old-fashioned ones that aren't electric. So you would put them on gas on a, on a stove with flames underneath them and it would um, build pressure manually like that. And you could obviously cook much faster and lessen the time, therefore lessen the amount of gas you were using. But the invention of mainstream electric pressure cookers didn't happen until about the early 1990s. And this made them much more accessible and uh, easier to maintain as well for the masses. So the worst part about picking out a pressure cooker is that you will be spoilt for choice. There are so many pressure cooker models on the market and it can be really, really tough finding out the one that's right for your needs. As a general rule, the more you pay, the more features you get. Some of the high-tech pressure cookers come with detachable timers and easy lock systems. Um, Although most pressure cookers operate on exactly the same principle, um, they just basically lock in the pressure. So you don't need to overthink it too much. If this is your first pressure cooker, go basic. You don't need to get one of the newfangled ones with all the different settings and things. You can really just go super, super basic on it. One thing I will tell you to do though is check for high quality metal with a thick base to prevent charring when you're doing your sauteing at the beginning of your recipe. They can come in a variety of sizes as well. So I recommend going with the biggest one you possibly can, particularly if you want to use it for batch cooking. So a minimum of a five liter capacity is probably the best way to go. I bought an incredibly basic one, I'd say over 10 years ago. I'm not going to mention the brand here because even though I love my pressure cooker, I actually just think any brand is fine because they all do pretty much the same thing. They're fairly indestructible. It's really hard to break them. Um, And it's not that I don't want to give the brand that I have free advertising, but also I don't want to give them free advertising. But also this, this episode isn't about my pressure cooker. It's about pressure cooking in general. So yeah, just choose an incredibly basic model. I've got no regrets about the one I bought, but if I had my time again, or when this one breaks, I really want to get one that you can make yogurt in, but that's just my own little 
weird thing and you need to make a decision based on what's important for you. Um, One thing I'm worried about with the yogurt thing though, is that my pressure cooker seems to have a very savory tinge after all these years. And I can't quite imagine making yogurt in a shared pot that won't taste a bit like onions. So if anyone out there has a pressure cooker or an instant pot that has the yogurt setting, can you tell me if your yogurt tastes like onions or curry? Cause I can just imagine that if my current model had the yogurt setting, it would be like tandoori flavored yogurt. So if I'm wrong about that, please let me know. But if I'm correct, I won't upgrade and I will just stick to my own little basic pressure cooker. You can cook almost anything in a pressure cooker from rice to pulses to meat. And yeah, it can basically just cook anything. And it only takes a couple of minutes to cook rice to perfection. It can cook tougher foods like chickpeas and beans in less than an hour. It's excellent for tenderizing braised meats and roasts. It's mainly used around the globe to cook beans, pulses, stews, and vegetables. And while they are extremely easy to use, there are a couple of safety precautions you can take. It's most important to uh, learn how to release the pressure. So this can be done in two ways. The safest way is to turn off the heat and let it just sit until it depressurizes on its own. This method is called natural release. Most recipes will recommend that you use natural release. You will just need a bit more time in order to do natural release. If you're in a bit of a rush, the other method is to use the quick release valve and that just uh, opens it up and all the steam comes rushing out. So you have to be really careful to make sure that, you know, your face and your body and your hands are away from the steam vent while releasing the pressure. But that's kind of a captain obvious suggestion there. Always check your rubber gasket to make sure that it's not dried out or cracked and also make sure that there's no dried food in the rim of the pot. Uh, Another thing to remember is you don't want food to clog the vents. So don't fill the pressure cooker more than two thirds for almost all meals. A lot of foods that you would cook in a pressure cooker will swell, such as like beans and grains. So you should only fill about half of the pressure cooker. They work entirely on steam. So you must add enough liquid. If you don't, the pressure cooker will fail to build up enough pressure and you'll have to add more liquid and start again, which is a real pain in the butt. Uh, I personally don't like to get too interpretive with the pressure cooker because to me, it's kind of like sorcery. So I just follow the recipes to the letter and everything works out fine because sometimes I will have a recipe. Let's say there's a recipe for chicken. One chicken recipe will recommend that I cook the chicken for 10 minutes on low pressure. The other one will be 45 minutes on high pressure. I'm not an expert on pressure cooking and recipes and that kind of thing. So I just trust the recipe and go for it. And it always works out fine. If you are looking for great pressure cooker recipes, a really good place to start is the pioneer woman website. And they've got a bunch of different quick and easy recipes that you can just whip up using your pressure cooker. Do note the pioneer woman is American. So Google instant pot instead. She also has her own line of instant pots. Now I believe possibly through Walmart or something. Um, I don't think you can buy them in Australia because we don't have Walmart. Um, but that just means that she has a really fantastic, well-rounded instant pot section on her website. That's fantastic for recipes. The first recipe, uh, that I actually tried from her website was the instant pot, creamy chicken and wild rice soup. Let me tell you right off the bat that this soup is so beautiful and flavorful. 
I tend to make it for my like care package meal. So if someone has recently had a baby or they've recently gone through a time of grief, I'll make a big, beautiful pot of that and take it over to a friend's house with some crusty bread. Honestly, everyone loves it. Every time I make it for someone, they want the recipe or they'll just be a bit cheeky and be like, can you make me that soup again? Because it was delicious. Um, It's also so easy to make. You just throw everything into the pot and then like an hour later, it's perfectly wonderful and ready to go. Uh, yeah, so I will pop the recipe for that in the show description. Another really fantastic site for pressure cooker recipes is Pinch of Yum. Again, it's American, so search for instant pot recipes on the site. She does a lot of really lovely pulled pork recipes for tacos and things. So just have a look around online and people tend to have their own kind of categories when it comes to recipes. So if you want, you know, beautiful home style nourishing soups, the pioneer woman is the way to go. If you want really beautiful flavorsome meats and things for, uh, you know, tacos or burritos or things like that, try pinch of yum. Another thing I really love about the pressure cooker is that it's reduced cooking time, but it's also reduced washing up time. So if a product can somehow reduce the number of dishes that I have to scrub, I'm like, shut up and take my money. So once you're done cooking, you can just remove the inner pot and the lid and just pop them straight in the dishwasher. And I don't use any other tools with the, with the pressure cooker. It's generally just a wooden spoon or some silicon tongs. If I need to like pull the chicken out and shred it and put it back in. So yeah, of course, you know, you can always start out small and figure out what other tools you might need. And when you get more comfortable using the pressure cooker, you can upgrade as well. Just experiment and figure out what works for you. So that's it for this week. It was just a light little episode on pressure cookers because I know that I have a lot of listeners who have been very curious about the pressure cooker, how I came to be a pressure cooker cooker (laughs) and uh, yeah, whether or not they should go down that path, particularly if you're a slow cooker family, no shade to slow cookers at all. And if you are very, very attached to your slow cooker, by all means, continue to use it. But uh, yeah, this was just to give people uh, a little bit of confidence to go out there and try pressure cooking if it is something that they're interested in. And if you are a fan of Indian curries, there is honestly no other way to cook Indian curries than in a pressure cooker. I can make restaurant quality butter chicken in my own kitchen and it is fabulous. So that's it for this week. Thank you for listening to Very Excellent Habits, the podcast that helps you create little habits for a big life. I'm Carly Jacobs. You can find me on Instagram at Very Excellent Habits. You can also email me contact at carlyjacobs.com. You can also record a question for me to answer on the show at speakpipe.com forward slash very excellent habits. And thank you to the people who have left episode requests next season. I will be getting to those. If you have a topic you desperately want covered and honestly, there's no topic too small. This episode was about pressure cookers. So if you've got a topic recommendation, please leave a voice memo at speakpipe.com forward slash very excellent habits for all the resources that you hear about on the show. You can grab them at patreon.com forward slash very excellent habits and please leave a rating and a review it's the best way to help other people find the podcast thank you so much to miss petite and shamirkos for leaving a review recently i'm sending you all my virtual good karma this week until next time remember little habits big life